welcome to episode 42 of the Lace Up Podcast. I'm Steve Ellsworth. I'm Brett Dubuff. It's a Las Vegas-themed edition. No, we're not partying in Vegas. That's not what I mean about the <laughs> Las Vegas-themed edition of the Lace Up Podcast. But it's going to be a fun show for us. Um, we'll explain uh, in a bit. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the World Cup of Hockey. It's getting underway in a couple of weeks. And already, we've got some notable injuries. Um, I think... Uh, much like the Olympics, we're going to see a common theme, but a lot of notable players uh, that could be hitting uh, the shelf, uh, skipping the tournament. So we'll tell you about those names, who will be replacing them, and also who we think is going to medal. Um, so also stay tuned for that. And um, there are a couple of uh, coaching hires, a couple of captains announced. Uh, that'll be in rapid fire. Uh, lots to get to. Uh, before we get to all of that, shout-outs to all of the NHLers past and present Wolf Warren, uh, number 42 in the league. Uh, David Backus, Artem Anisimov, Tyler Bozak, Matthias Ekholm. Although for a brief time he wore number 42. Uh, Blake Wheeler for a time also wore number 42. Uh, Joel Ward today uh, still wears number 42. And Sergei Makarov uh, during his uh, short time in the NHL, although an impressive short time in the NHL, he wore number 42. Dan Bilesma, believe it or not, also wore that jersey. Robert Ash, of course, one of the notable goalies. Uh, Darcy Tucker was number 42 for a bit, as were Bob and Tim Sweeney, who both played with the Bruins at different times, and both wore number 42. Uh, Kyle Wellwood, Sean Donovan, Wait, Sean did you Avery. say Bob and... Bob and Tim Sweeney. Not Don Sweeney? Both played with the Bruins at different times, both wore that jersey number. Well, it's funny, too, because of Don Sweeney, as yeah. well, who's also a Bruin. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kyle Wellwood, Sean Donovan, Sean Avery, believe it or not, uh, round out the list. So to all those past and present who have worn number 42 in the league, this podcast is for you. And now, it's time. To lace them up. Here's Brett and Steve. All right, uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Lace Some Podcasts. We're planning on being more active on Twitter, um, as well as Facebook too. Um, that's at Lace Some po- Lace Some Up on Facebook. Um, we can we accept mail too. Lace Up Bag at gmail.com. You're probably listening to us on SoundCloud and iTunes, um, so give us a five star rating or follow us on SoundCloud too, and you'll get um, you'll automatically get updated when there's a new episode. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, probably the longest episode we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, this well, at least in the off season, this one. Yeah. Because uh, we have. Um, Right, the reason for that is because, well, not only because we have a lot on our rapid fire, we have a lot on the World Cup, but we decided, and this this may be a little silly on our part, because uh, the roster now on all 30 teams are not going to be the roster when the expansion draft happens um, next year, but we figured, we thought it would be fun to do an expansion draft Um where we're the GM of all 30 teams, and we're also a GM of a Las Vegas team, too. Um, And um, 
and we're going to uh, so we're so I get the Atlantic and the Pacific. Steve's got the um, the Metro and the uh, Central. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to go alphabetically by those things. Um, it's going to be fun too because I I since I have Ottawa. Um, Steve will probably disagree with me on who I chose. Um, it was, uh, it was interesting for me for at least before we get going though, I should, uh, mention the rules. So just so, um, you guys or the restrictions that they had. I don't know if you kept been paying attention, Steve, to this, uh, this name stuff. Like, uh, like, uh, Las Vegas apparently, like, got, like, the Silver Knights, the the Gold Knights, like, all these different, like, adjective knights thing, and then it turns, and then, like, it turns out that, like, Bill Foley just said that, um, they already have their name in place, and they're gonna announce it sometime in October, they're just, like, trying to, like, get the media, like, going or something like that, it's just, like, why even do that? It's kind of pointless. But whatever. Las Vegas doesn't have a team name yet. But it's gonna. Um, but we're gonna do this anyways. Um. So yeah, here are some rules. Um. Any we're gonna assume it's gonna be. We're doing it if it's today. Yeah. Um. So guys, the I think it's like it's the if they've played in the league for two years. Um then you get, um, then you're exempt from it. So guys like Austin Matthews, they're already exempt. And, um, Artemi Panarin also exempt. And Panarin is exempt. There's a lot, of, uh, since I had the Atlantic and Pacific, I had a lot of teams that were rebuilding. So um, it was a little tough for me, like especially for like Buffalo and Arizona and Toronto. Um, because like a lot of those guys... Um, that they probably should, like, you know, it's, like, it's hard to, like, figure out who they're going to protect. Um, so that's going to change, but we're going to do it as if it's today. Um, it was tougher on me, because I have McDavid, Eichel, Matthews, who I couldn't choose to protect, Ryan, Sam Reinhardt, um, so that, that was tough for me, but it's all right. I, I'm not going to complain. Um, <laughs> Although I guess I just did. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, like Brett was saying, you know, some of these yeah. guys can be traded. Right, that's the another thing. Um, I think this is going to happen before the next year's draft. So yeah. uh, free agency. So UFAs, I guess guys can be signed. RFAs, um, there's a lot of RFAs who are still not signed. But we're going to assume, so like guys like Goudreau, um, Hampus Lindholm, Aristolainen, uh, those guys are still RFAs, but we're gonna assume they're gonna be on their team, their original team. Yeah, um, because like like at the time of the draft, you know, you could select yeah. a UFA who may not want to sign in Las Vegas. Right, so exactly. That, that might also take into effect as well yeah, yeah. as to who they pick. We're also not gonna take into account the salary that they're making because yeah. don't forget, Las Vegas is going up against the cap here. Yeah, yeah, and then um, they're still an NHL team. And also, we're not. Um, we also pick for each team. We're gonna pick. Who Las Vegas? We think Las Vegas is going to pick from those the rest of the remaining guys. Yeah, it also um, depends on positional need as well. Who yeah, they think is going to fit the mold of their team the best. Yeah, as well. so, so just because 
we say this guy is probably the most yeah. expendable, this is who they should take, they're probably not going to take him. And, uh, but we didn't take into an aspect, like, they're probably only, Las Vegas can only keep two goalies. Um, so, uh, we didn't really like that, but that may be the best available for a lot of these teams. And since me and Steve, I don't know what Steve picked, um, and I, and I, and Steve doesn't, and vice versa, um. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, so, um, but, uh, it's gonna be, we didn't, like, take into account, like, the certain amount of forwards, certain amount of defense, and certain amount of goalies. Um, when we did that, um, who each team is going to pick? Yeah, um, it's it's more yeah. fun based. You know, it's all hypothetical. Exactly. So this is this is really just pointless for us, but it's that yeah. a board and mostly. Yeah. Um, there's, there's one thing though. There's a certain format. Of yeah, yeah. I was about to get into that. Yeah. Uh, so new no any player who has a no movement clause has to be protected. Yeah. Both. Um, I have general manager up right now, so. I, I already emailed Steve like a week ago about all the guys who have a no movement clause, um, but I'm going to keep him in check just in case um, I have general manager up here. Um, um, yeah, so there's two options. So you can keep a team can keep seven forwards, three D, or one goalie and one goalie, or um, eight skaters and one goalie. Um, uh, and just, um, we both know that we'll just mention beforehand if we're going to do the eight skater option, but just assume that it's seven forwards, not, um, and you can always just, and just mention who has a no movement clause. Um, cause I, I was just looking here. It's like, it was kind of crazy. Like the amount of people who had, like, I didn't realize Philippia has a no movement clause. Bogazian has a, uh, no movement clause, uh, Andre Sakara. BXA, um, I don't know if those guys would be, uh, kept otherwise, um, it was interesting, but, um, alright, let's get going, um, I think since Steve is, Steve told me before the show that he's interested in who I picked for Ottawa, we're gonna go, we're gonna start with the Atlantic Division, but I'm gonna start, do alphabetically, which just so happens to be Boston first. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, obviously I have, um, I know I'm a little bit biased here, um, but I, um, but I'll, I'll get through it here. Um, so, no movement clauses for Boston are Bergeron, David Backus, David, and Krejci, and Chara. So, I, Rass doesn't have a, uh, no movement clause, surprisingly. Um, but, um, there's that. Um, so for the, the rest of the forwards, that leaves, uh, four more forwards for Boston, um, and two D for, um, for them. Um, so I have Marshawn, Pasternak, Spooner, and Bolesky, um, as the other protected forwards. Um, the D, I have Tori Krug and Colin Miller. Um, the goalie is Tuga Rask. Obviously. Um, and then I think, so either, um, so I have two things here. Um, I think 
Oh yeah, and we're also gonna do it on what we think what we think the team should do. Yeah. Not pro like I I can I could see Boston Saint like because they love Kevin Miller. Um, I'd be annoyed by that, but they may be like, all right, we're gonna keep Kevin Miller. Um, I think the entire Boston fan base would go absolutely nuts if we decided to keep Kevin Miller. Um, that is if he, you know, if he continues to struggle this year. Um, but, um, but I would go with Colin Miller. Um, I, as for Las Vegas, um, I think they go with Seth Griffith. Um, he had a, he had a spurt a couple of years ago in the Bruins season, but I feel like Las Vegas would want some young guys. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, they could also uh, the the Las Vegas could also go with Malcolm Subban. Either one, um, it would hurt the Bruins either way, which is what gets me to the second point, which was I was thinking that maybe. If the Bruins can somehow get Chara to be unprotected, like to remove his no movement clause, because he's going to be forty by next month, um, I guess there's no real guarantee that Las Vegas is going to keep him, anyways. But that way, we have more of a chance to be like, all right, we like what we see of Seth Griffith. We're going to keep him, um, and keep you know, and like leave Chara out there, and maybe. Las Vegas will be swayed to pick up Chara. And, you know, Bergeron's basically our captain anyways. But um, I would be okay with that. But I don't know if that's going to actually happen. But that is a little crazy idea for me. So Okay, so you think... Who, who, would, who would probably be the odd... You, you think Seth Griffin would be the odd man out in Boston and you think that Las Vegas would take him? I think that's so. Yeah, I think so. Um... Only because he's a young guy, yeah. and I think I think they could go with Malcolm Subban. But when I was looking at the rest of the league, there's a bunch of other goalies that are yeah. more proven. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I think it makes sense to just you know, um, yeah. it kind of sucks that he's going to be unprotected because he is our goalie of the future. But I think you have to do it that way. Um, it's going to get real interesting, though. Yeah, it's going to get interesting because yeah, we have something to. Kind of weird. Um, I mean, you could also like I was I had Bolesky here, but like you could also put in Seth Griffith if that's what Boston if Boston wants to keep this youth movement going. Yeah. Um, you have guys like Vitrano, um, and um, are all are being are exempt from here, but I think. He's gonna, I think the amount of guys that are exempt and you think that can make an impact with this team make yeah. some of the guys that you currently have more expendable. So you'd True. be like, you know, I really That's why, like this guy, but, you know, so-and-so coming right. to the pipe would be better than him. That's why I was think, thinking, like, Seth Griffith would be okay. Because he does, he did pretty well in the AHL. Yeah. Um, he did okay when he was called up uh, two years ago. Um, it's just, you know, we have a lot, bunch of other guys on our, in our team system that might work better um so then let's go to buffalo i'm going to try to keep these all short but we'll see so buffalo they only have two uh no movement clause guys um kyle Ocposo and zach Bogazian, as i mentioned before um 
other guys, so the forwards are um, Ryan O'Reilly, Tyler Ennis, uh, Fellini, Marcus Foligno, uh, Gergensens, Gianta, and Evander Kane. I wasn't sure if they were going to protect Evander Kane um, just because of the whole thing. And I think... I think that'll be a work in progress here at the yeah. year, um, Sam Re- Guys like Sam Reinhardt and um, Eichel are uh, exempt for now. I I'm think that Alex Nylander, who they just drafted, also Yeah, yeah, that's also exempt, too. Um, I think Sam, Sam Reinhardt wouldn't be exempt if the expansion draft happens. Um, so he may replace, like... Gianta or Foligno or Kane even, um, just for that. Um, Gianta's also a pending UFA and probably nearing towards retirement too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, Buffalo is tough to pick because, um, because of like they're rebuilding and I don't know who they would pick. Um, defense, uh, Ristolainen and Kulikov, um, as well as Bogazian, who's uh, no, who has a no movement clause. Um, the goalie they're going to protect is Robin Lehner, Len, Lehner, yeah. Lehner, yeah, Lehner, Lehner, yeah. Um, and then I think Las Vegas will probably, will probably, uh, take, uh, Matt Molson. Um, yeah, so just, you think he'd be both, uh, the guy that uh, Buffalo would be willing to give up to Las Vegas and Las yeah. Vegas would take? Um, I think he, I think Las, like, I wasn't really sure who, but I think, like, maybe Las Vegas wants some veteran guy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that, that's true. If they want a veteran guy at a price like Matt Molson, they can they can do a lot better than Matt Molson. But you're right. I think. Uh, yeah, at that's true. The, like, players I right didn't now, really. They'd definitely be willing yeah. to give up Matt Molson simply because you're paying the guy like four, five, six million a year, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's not producing Matt Molson type numbers like he right. was doing his early careers with the Islanders. So yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right though. I forgot about the whole like salary cap thing, so that would be um, tough to do with his contract. Um, Detroit. Uh, the only guy who has a no movement clause on Detroit is Franz Nielsen, as you'll mention. As you'll notice, I think the same for when you were doing this. The guys who have a no movement clause um, were guys who were just signed already. So I guess a lot of these UFAs had like. Um, like said, like I want a no movement clause here. So Franz Nielsen, Ocposo, and Bacchus all have a no movement clause. Um, anyways, Detroit as uh, Nyquist, Thomas Tartar, Abdelkader, Timu Pulkinen, Zetterberg, and Anthony Mantha. Um, I wasn't sure about Zetterberg because I know we talked about him last episode, but I think you kind of have to keep your captain. Yeah. I know. I know. I just said that they sh- the Bruins shouldn't keep their captain in charge, but I think you have to for Detroit. Um, this is just assuming that maybe he'll he will do well, and we'll talk about this later. But it looks like Zetterberg is actually injured, um, so I may be right on that. Um, as for D uh, for Detroit, uh, Mike Green, DeKaiser, because he has. A, I think they're going to keep him because of that contract. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cronwell, they're also going to keep. Um, as for goalies, I think they're going to pick. It's a, a tough choice, but I think they're going to pick with uh, Mrazek. Um, Jimmy Howard, it would be tough. It would be sad to see him go if, if they do pick him, but 
Um, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I don't think LV is going to pick uh, Jimmy Howard anyways. Um, I think they're going to go with Johan Franzen. Um, I could also see Franzen maybe um, be a protected guy, uh, like maybe instead of Abdelkader. Um, and then Las Vegas picks Abdelkader instead. Um, but, um, that's like, that's, I think those are like the two, the two ones that would be tough. Like they're both on the fringe. We'd have to see who has the better season this year. Um, Florida, uh, this is going to assume that Yager is retired, um, by this year. Um, but I did have a spot for him just in case he retired. Uh, just in case he didn't retire. Um, but uh, I'll explain that in a bit. So I have Barkov, Trocek, Bukestad, Smith, Riley Smith, Huberdo, UC Okanen, and Colton Sevier. Um, and that Sevier spot would be um, unprotected if Yager um, is not retired. Okay. Um, Yandel is a uh, no... Um, has a no movement clause. Um, another he's guy. The only, uh, he's the only protected player for Florida at this point. Yep. Yes. Um, Ekblad they keep, um, and Jason Demiers they keep. Um, as for goalies, they uh, keep uh, Luongo. Um, and then I was as I was looking for who Las Vegas would pick of the rest of the guys. Um, they could go with, it would be funny if they went with Yager, uh, just Yager in Vegas, that would be uh, amazing, but I think they go with Reimer. Um, yeah, I can see that, actually, I can really see that, it um, be a solid backup, but. Yeah, um, but like, this could be his chance if he gets, if he goes to LV, he's only like 27 years old or something like that, so yeah, I could see them going. And he's got he's got a lot of, he's got a decent amount of NHL experience, but you're he's right, he's got a lot more miles on it. He's got a lot more miles to work with than Luongo does. Yeah, I mean, and in that perspective, I wouldn't be surprised because Luongo's 37. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida picks R- Reimer instead. Well, in longer term, I think probably Reimer would be the better choice. But. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think that's for a lot of these guys. Like, do you go with like, do you protect? Malcolm Subban, or do you, like, but, like, then you know that Rask is definitely going to be picked by Las Vegas, so it's, like, it's not really, like, that's kind of tough to do. But then again, you're, you're going, you're going yeah. with the, you're building this team around Luongo, I, I think, and yeah. a bunch of other guys, too, you know, in a win-now mentality. Yeah, yeah. Kind of ruin the win-now mentality if you let a guy like Luongo slip away and go to Vegas. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but, like, Luongo's 37 years old, it's, like... Would yeah, Las Vegas pick him? For Las Vegas, too, because, you know, you want a franchise goalie. You, you, you want a number one goalie. You, right. I can't really... It, it'd be kind of dumb to go for a guy who's 37 years old and probably going to retire in, like, four or five years. True. I guess that's a good point. So maybe they don't... Maybe they don't protect Luongo and protect Reimer instead. Um, Montreal. So this was kind of tough for me because I had to force myself to like them and pretend to be a GM and have their uh, best at heart. Um, uh, Jeff Petrie is our only guy who has a no-movement clause. 
which I thought was kind of surprising. I thought at least, like, Pacioretty had a no-movement clause. But I thought at least Weber would have one. Or, yeah, Weber should have one, but... But he was signed to an offer sheet and then matched by Nashville. I don't think that offer sheet had a no-movement clause on it, so that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. But, yeah, Price, for sure, I thought he would have Yeah, one. I thought Price would have one, too, but I guess that makes sense, too, because he was... Because I guess he, like, he signed his contract before he got really good, so... Um, Right, so Montreal, um, I have Pacioretty, Placanic, Shaw, Gallagher, Galchenyuk. Um, the other two, I, I have trouble with their forwards. I was going with, I think, DeHarnay De and Andrighetto. Andrighetto, yeah. Uh, only, I only pick Andrighetto just because he's, he's their best young guy who's not going to be protected. Yeah. Um. Yeah, um, I think that's it. It, it. There weren't too many great options there, though. Um, as for defensemen, this now this is a possibility here, is if they go with eight skaters. Um, they, which means they keep they get like Deharnay and Andrew Ghetto are out. And then you put in, um, and then may, and then and then you have so you do four forwards and four defensemen. So it would be, although I guess that would be tough too. Now that I think about it, because you can't like you, now if you did eight skiers, what what would be the defenseman? That oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, protect? no, because I was For sure Weber. Right, right, right. No, no, yeah. Weber P- Petrie has a no movement clause. And uh, I was going to go with Nathan Bellow because he's their defenseman of the future. Okay. Um, but that leaves Markov and Emelin out. Markov's a pending UFA and probably on the verge of retirement. I True. Don't think it would be a safe but I was, I was, I, I wasn't sure about Emelin though because I feel like em, they probably want to yeah, keep. I you know, probably t- I would probably keep Emelin on. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I'm like I feel like that may be more important to keep both forwards. But then when I think about this, you have Pacioretty, you can't, you can't, you know, you you can't not protect Pacioretty, you can't not protect Klikanik, you can't not protect Shaw, you can't not protect Gallagher or Galchenyuk. So that's five forwards, four defensemen that you want to keep. I think Shaw is the odd man out in that scenario. Well, I was thinking Plakanic, but... Yeah, Shaw or Plakanic in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of his age. Right. Um, and then, of course, you keep uh, Price as goalie. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think um, Las Vegas goes with Emelin. Um, yeah. that, that would be a good one, actually. Yeah. Nice young defenseman. Well, he's 30 years old, but yeah. Um, yeah, a, a nice defenseman in his prime that doesn't yeah. really cost all that much. Right. Um, I, the other option I was thinking of is they might go with Al Montoya. Um, he's a 31-year-old, but he might be an interesting nice. option for them. Um, all right, let's go to your favorite team, Ottawa. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> I know, we're going to get into an argument right now. I, I <laughs> okay. feel it. Okay. Uh, Bo- so Bobby Ryan and Dion Phaneuf have a no-moving class. I was kind of surprised that Carlson didn't have one. But may- I also hear Bobby Ryan's going to number nine now. Oh, instead of six? Yeah. 
Because McCulloch is off the roster, yeah. there's nothing stopping him. Um, so for Ottawa, um, I wasn't in love with any of their defensemen besides Carlson, and I guess I had to pick Phaneuf. Um, I guess I should have went with eight skaters now that I think about it, but you're, you're going to talk about C- Cody CC in a bit. I figured they'd keep them for the defensemen. Um, for forwards, it was a little bit easier. Um, Hoffman, Broussard, Marks, Mike Stone, Mark Stone, Mike yeah. Stone, Mark Stone, Kyle Turris, Paco, Pago, Pajot. Yeah, and uh, Lazar, um, are the is the last guy, okay. um, which leaves Las Vegas to pick, uh, Mc- Clark MacArthur. Is that no? Yeah, Clark MacArthur. He, he's, he's the guy you think is the most expendable that Vegas should pick. Um, yeah, the guys that are left. Yeah. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. And, and um, on defense, you would protect Phaneuf, CC, and... Um, Carlson. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Phaneuf, CC, and Carlson. Okay. Um, see, that leaves Mark Mathot unprotected. I think... Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you could have picked Mathot. I Vegas would be wiser taking Mark Mathot. I hope they don't take Mathot. Well, the thing is, the thing because with... He's, he's, he's a solid veteran defenseman that, that really plays a strong game. I think he yeah. really fit Las Vegas' system well. But if it's a if it's an option between Clark MacArthur and Mark Mathot, I'd rather Vegas take MacArthur because right. unfortunately the concussions play a role and he hasn't really Well it hasn't really been given the chance to produce on a consistent level. True. And there are a lot of other guys, you know, you look at uh, you look at all the prospects coming up, you know, Colin White, uh, Curtis Lazar, they already have Pajot, yeah. established himself, Derek Broussard, who's probably going to make an impact this year. Um, it, you know what, I, it, it'd be sad to see Clark MacArthur go, but there, there are a lot of guys that I would put ahead of the list, unfortunately, than Clark MacArthur. Okay. Right so I, <laughs> I, I, I would like to keep Clark MacArthur around, but I wouldn't be, at the same time, I wouldn't be unfortunately, fuming mad if... If that happens. I'm scared of them taking Mark Mathot. The only reason why I didn't protect Mathot is he's also 31 years old and CeCe is 23 years old. Yeah. Um, So I feel like Ottawa wants to be young. If they want to be younger, they're like, he's like a, you know, CeCe could be a good young defenseman. Yeah, and yeah, Shabon, and who's already there too. Yeah. And Borietsky too. Yeah, yeah, Borietsky. Borietsky is also, was another guy who I was thinking of maybe. Las Vegas could pick Borietsky as well. Left unprotected, that could spell trouble for But yeah, that was the main reason why I picked CeCe is just because he's 23 years old. But MacArthur's your guy. MacArthur's my guy. You're going to hold me to him, I guess. Um, the goalie is, uh, Craig Anderson. I know he's 35 and he's going to be 36 next year, but I was thinking maybe they could go with, uh, Andrew Hammond. Maybe Las Vegas would go with Hammond, but I don't know. I think there are better options than Andrew Hammond for Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Again, Um, similar thing with Malcolm Subban in Boston. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, um, yeah. So that's Ottawa. Um, I hope I did well for that. 
Alright, alright. Um <laughs> we'll see. We'll put it up to a vote. Yeah, you're, you're having fun with Tampa Bay, I'm sure of that. <laughs> yeah, well Tampa Bay was actually tough. Yeah. Because they have so many forwards. Yeah. Um and Filippula um is a had a no move has a no movement clause, so he took one spot, which I probably wouldn't have kept if yeah. otherwise. So, Stamkos, Callahan, Filippula, and Hedman have no movement clause. I decided to go with eight skaters this time. Yeah. Um, although, I guess Strawman would be an interesting pick. Um, so, I went with... Uh, so, Stamkos, Callahan, Filippula, um, Tyler Johnson, Nemistikov, Kucherov, Druen, and Hedman. Okay. Um, Bishop's their goalie. Um, which leaves Las Vegas to either have Palat, Strahlman, or Vasilevsky. Um, I think they go with Palat, though. Um, which means the, uh, the triplet line is broken up, but I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I as could... As I like Andre Palat, of the three guys, unfortunately, yeah. I think he's the most expendable. Well, that was, that was my if thinking. If they want a yeah. goalie of the future, they got to go with Vasilevsky. Yeah, that that yeah, was my thinking. They go with Vasilevsky. Yeah, that was my thinking. It's either Palat or Vasilevsky. Yeah. I think Palat's too good to pass up, though, if I'm Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I could also see Tampa Bay maybe make a trade, knowing Yeiserman, he like always figures something out. So yeah. <laughs> they're, they're probably going to keep all these guys. Um, Toronto, I also picked eight skaters, but this wasn't just because there were too many good ones, it was just because there are really only eight guys that are worth keeping on Toronto uh, right now. Because, um, of course, Marner, Matthews, uh, Nylander, um, all those young guys are all exempt. Um, and they're going to be exempt for a bit. Um, so, JV, and they have no uh, no guys who have no movement clauses, so... Oh, so they're all unprotected. They're all unprotected. Um... I picked the eight skater ones for this one as well. Okay. Um, JVR, Lupul, L- Brooks Like, Kadri, Komarov, Bozak, Gardner, and Riley. Um, and Anderson, Frederick Anderson's their goalie that they protect. Yeah. Um, as for, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me, uh, for who I decide, who I wanted, who I thought Las Vegas is gonna. Pick. So, defenseman, who would you pick for Toronto? Oh, no, I went with eight skaters. Oh, okay. But defenseman, I'm guessing Riley was was your choice, and Gardner as well? Yeah, so well, I, I said I said eight skaters. Yeah, so of, of those... Of yeah, those I decided to keep Gardner, Gardner and Riley. Riley are the yeah. Okay. Um, you're going to make fun of me for who I picked as the... who Las Vegas is going to pick. Okay, try me. Uh, do you want to... You want to uh, take a guess or no? No. Okay, Jared Cohen. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know what? I I file that under I file that under bold gamble. But yeah, you know when it comes to a guy looking for work, yeah, because yeah, I was just bad place to start. I was just looking at their list. I was like, who who is who are they gonna pick? Like you know, Again, like this is assuming he's still on the team. 
Yeah, I know exactly, right? It's like, who are they going to pay? Like, Kirby Reichel? He hasn't proven anything. Like, I don't know. Michalik, I guess. He's 32 years old. Colin Green, maybe? I don't know. It's just, uh... I'd pick McCulloch, actually. McCulloch? I'd pick McCulloch. I, I think he'd be a, be a good depth guy, adds veteran experience. But, yeah, maybe they pick McCulloch. Actually, that might be a better choice. They could pick Matt Martin. Um, yeah, you know what? Matt Martin would be interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I, I'd probably keep him around. Or Prust. Like or Brandon Prust. If I'm Toronto. Uh, but if Matt Martin's available, yeah. they, they need a good body crasher on there. Matt Martin can, uh, can pack a punch there. Well, that's the reason why I, I, I pick Lack, like, just to be that veteran guy for when the, you know, the young guys come up, but, yeah, um, that's true. but, like, yeah, Matt Martin could be another one of those guys, though, yeah. I guess. If, 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 Cal, if Cal would be a bull game if he's still on the team, McCulloch yeah. and Martin would, would be, would be possibly mine picks if I was the Vegas. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't actually but, sure. Jared, Jared Cowan's your, your, your guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't even sure what my thinking of for Cowan was, but I, actually, now that I think about it, it's probably going to be Matt Martin or Michaelic. Chip, chip on your shoulder with something to prove, and you have a team that's given a chance on, taking yeah. a chance on you, especially if it's a team that's new to the league and you want to make a statement. That Jared Cowan would be an interesting ad. It really would be. Yeah, but I think McCulloch and Martin would be wiser choices at this point, especially considering you don't know if Cowan's going to be a leaf by the time the season rolls. Yeah, but again, fair we're doing this if the draft was today. So, yeah, Jared Cowan, take it or leave it. Okay, we'll see how that works. Um. All right. Do you want to do the Metro? Yes, I had a lot of fun with. This by the way, I think we're gonna we're at thirty minutes right now. Yeah. I think we're gonna do a two parter. <laughs> yeah, at, th- at this rate, it might be. Right. We'll see how it goes. So, um, um, starting off the Metro, okay, Carolina's first up. Um, I'm going to be talking about the luxury of the Winnipeg Jets later on this show, but um, basically the Carolina Hurricanes have the same luxury as the Jets. They have a franchise goaltender in Allison Dalkovich, a boatload of young defensemen uh, like Jake Bean, Josh Wesley, Noah Hannafin, Hayden Fleury, Roland McEwen, Jacob Slavin. And a bunch of fun-to-watch forwards like Sebastian Ajo, Sergei Cholchinsky, Alexei Sarella, Julian Goche. Each and every single one of the names I just mentioned are exempt from the draft. Yep. So they, they have that luxury of having a lot of young guys that are willing to make an impact and probably will make an impact on this team in some way, shape, or form over the next little while that Las Vegas won't even get to pick. Right. So right now, if... I'm all, right now I'm overlooking his inconsistencies, and Eddie Lack is my goalie that I keep around. Yeah, interesting. Because okay. Nadal Actually, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, yeah Cam, Cam Ward, he's, he's an okay veteran, but yeah, yeah. I, I think he's either likely going to be traded at this point, or they might buy him out. Okay. Um, so I take Lack. Um, Justin Falk, obviously, is is the main defenseman I keep him around. Ryan Murphy, I'll also keep him around. Um, so I'm going with the eight skiers, one goalie system okay. because they have a lot of good forwards they can choose from. Uh, so of those six forwards that I could choose, uh, I'm going with Jordan Stahl, Tibu Teravainen, Jeff Skinner, Victor Rask, Elias, Hen- uh, Elias Lindholm, and Victor Stahlberg. Uh, if Las Vegas is looking for bottom line pros, Lee Stefniak, Brian Bickle, and Ron Hainsey are good candidates, but the X67 Brian Bickle deserves an environment where he can contribute on a daily basis. 
and really feel like his and really feel like his contributions matter. So for his sake and for the team's sake, I would take Ryan Bickle if I'm Las Vegas. Huh. Well, just considering his contract is pretty yeah. high, so that's that's definitely something yeah. they're consider again. Cap space aside, though. I was thinking I was thinking Stepniak, but. Stefaniak, yeah, but he's he's getting up there in miles though for his career. True. But yeah, if, if he's still I mean, around, so is Bickle, but yeah, <laughs> a nice bond six guy. Stefaniak's a good choice. But so is Bickle in terms of age, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I, I I'd like to see him get a shot, whether it's with Carolina or somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think he's due for an opportunity. Yep. Uh, Columbus, this is also fun. Wait, uh, you skipped Chicago. Uh, no, I'm I'm going on Metro. Chicago's not in the Metro. Oh, right, 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 right. sorry, yeah. sorry. But Columbus, yeah, they're they're an interesting. I I just went like, oh wait, Steve's doing the next team, right? Yeah, okay, so you have nothing else to say about Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. Okay, so moving on to Columbus. I apologize. They're a, carbon, they're a carbon copy to Carolina when it comes to the prospect side of things. You know, Zach Wierenski, Pierre Luc Dubois, they just drafted and signed. Sonny Milano, Paul Bittner, Jordan Maletta, Cole Sherwood, Jacob Graves, Dante Salaturo. Uh, current member of the 67s, they're all exempt from the draft as well. Uh, in goal, they have Jonas Corposalo. He showed signs of promise last season. Maybe could use Sir McElhaney as the backup, but Bobrovsky is their number one guy for a reason. They're and he has, like a number one guy. And he has a no-moving clause. Yeah, and there's a reason why he's protected under contract, so Bobrovsky's not going anywhere. Uh, nobody protected on defense, big surprise, because they don't have much. The only two I protect are Ryan Murray and Seth Jones. Okay. So that would leave... Not Jack teams. Johnson? Yeah, that would leave... Okay. Uh, actually, that makes sense, Jack, actually. <laughs> Jack Johnson, nah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think he's, I think he's on the wrong side of 30 if he's... No, no, no. That, well, he's 29, but yeah, that's... Uh, okay, well, close point. enough to 30. Yeah, either way, his career hasn't been looking... <laughs> no, that's a good... That's, that's fine. Yeah, I think Brian Murray and Seth Jones are your best bets on D. So six bases up front, four of which have already been filled by the likes of Scott Hartnell, Brandon Dubinsky, Nick Foligno... And somehow David Clarkson <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, which, by the way, Clarkson and maybe, and you can make a case for Hartnell and Foligno probably shouldn't have a no-movement class. But. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely Clarkson. Yeah. Um, so that made it really tough to figure out who the other two forwards would be. Um, Boone Jenner, in my opinion, really emerged last year. He got 30 goals, 49 points. First full 82-game season as an NHLer. Uh, Brandon Sod, also respectable first season in Columbus. Uh, he'd be a Camus talent if his name was on the list of options. So Jenner and Sod are the other two keepers, in my opinion. Okay. So that means you would have guys like Cam Atkinson, Matt Calvert, and Alexander Wenberg up for grabs. Uh, the most appealing right now, I'd go with Cam Atkinson. And yeah, I think you go with Cam. I'd go with Cam Atkinson, too. Yeah. So we're in consensus on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey. Guess who's the only unprotected? Uh, guess who's the only protected player under contract? Who? Ryan Klo, <laughs> which basically summarizes their history of forward signings over the last decade or so. Until uh, recently, but yeah. Yeah. If they keep Corey Schneider away from Las Vegas' fingertips, there won't be any issues because no one's taking it. He's the face of the franchise. Yep. Um, and they have a notable, a, a lot of notable guys that are exempt from this draft: Pavel Zaka, Joseph Landisi, John Quenville, Brian Kuchawinski. Um, so the cupboard. Uh, so, so those four guys, uh, Vegas won't be able to pick defensively. Not much to choose from there on that end. 
uh, even more so after the Taylor Hall trade. So um, if they're interested in looking at the Devils defense, um, yeah. Severson, maybe? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Severson. I, I would honestly, I, I would I would take, uh, I would take probably Andy Green and Severson, yeah. Um, well, so or Lovejoy, maybe, but... Yeah, um... But, yeah, I mean, you already have your list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um... Yeah, yeah, so I, I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I would take Andy Green and, uh... Severson. Severson, yeah, so those... So you're doing are another eight-skater one, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, eight-skaters, one goalie system is the one I should choose. Yep. Uh, Taylor Hall, Adam Enrique, both teammates in Windsor, won back-to-back Memorial Cups with the Spitfires. They're automatic blocks. And the two Italian last names, Camilleri and Palmieri, they're also coming off great seasons last year. Uh, they're also on uh, lockdown, so they're not going anywhere. Um, and while Sajak's production doesn't line up with his contract figures, I mean, he gets $6 million a year, hasn't surpassed 60 points, let alone reached 50 since 2009-2010. But if you look at their other options at center, they're Vernon, Fli- they're, uh, Vernon Fiddler and uh, Yak- uh, Jacob Josephson. So uh, for that reason, I'm keeping Zajac around. My list of takems would be Devontae Smith-Pelly and or Ben Lovejoy. Um, I think Devontae Smith-Pelly would probably be the one that Vegas should take. I would actually protect Smith-Pelly okay. um, instead of Zajac. But- okay, so who, who do you think Vegas will take then? Um, either uh, Bo Bennett or Zajac. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> again, slim pickings on the yeah, 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 Bo Bennett's an interesting one because he has a lot of hype, but not... Yeah, I mean, it depends, it depends on Bo Bennett. Like, if Bo Bennett has a great year, I think that the Devils may actually yeah. pick him. But I, I just, I'm just thinking in terms of like, I'm just thinking that Devontae smith Pelly is 24 years old, Sajak's 31 years old, I feel like um, they don't have too many right, other than Paul Mary, they don't have too many right wingers, I don't know. Yeah, I think how they manage the cap's going to be crucial, I think if yeah. there's anyone that gets picked from New Jersey, it's probably going to be in the later stages of the draft. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, New Jersey was easy to pick, uh, the Islanders, less so. Um, as, as we mentioned, uh, I call him Brian, the Islanders fan, Brian Darnstadt, uh, previously <laughs> on the show, he wanted more secondary depth besides Ladd. Well, he's under contract, so he's not even eligible for Vegas to take. Yep. Uh, neither are Johnny Boychuk and John Tavares. Well, that's um, a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Although Boychuk may be, he's 32 years old, I don't know if he'll be great for a couple of years, but yeah. It'll be interesting considering the amount of young defense they have. True. Um, in goal, despite Thomas Grice and his solid performance throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, Halak is the goalie I protect right now. Okay. Um, got the body of work behind him, had a stellar playoff run of his own in 2010 with the Habs. So if Las Vegas is looking for a solid backup, I know Grice can be that guy, but they need a little bit of grit and character, so I don't think they take Grice. Okay. Um, on the blue line, it's going to be a tough choice. They have Voychuk, like I already said. It'd be a shocker if they didn't protect Nick Letty, so Boychuk and Letty would be my first two. Amnick and Hickey, they should keep them as well. Um, unfortunately, that would leave Calvin DeHaan as the, on the outside looking in. Um, so in case you haven't gathered it, I'm going with the 8 skater one goalie system again. Um, 
Brock Nelson and Anders Lee, they're the only other two forwards the Islanders should keep. Um, Wait, so again, it's so it's Boychuk, Letty, Hamanick, Hickey, and DeHaan? No. Boychuk, Hamanick, I should say. Boychuk, Hamanick, Letty, Hickey on defense. Halak is your goalie. And okay. then it would be Tavares, Ladd, Nelson, and Anders Lee. Okay. Those are the guys I'm keeping. Um, but again, like Calvin DeHaan on defense, you have guys right. on offense like Strom, Grabowski, Bailey, Chimera, and Kuhlman, Sizikas, yeah. unprotected. I may, um, I may keep DeHaan okay. and like do a three set, a uh, three seven thing, and okay. keep DeHaan, Letty, and Boychuk. Okay. Um, but it's your thing. <laughs> okay, but who would you think Vegas would take in that case? Uh, well, I'd have to figure out, because because I feel like they need the uh, they have more forwards that they want to keep. Yeah. Is that because you leave Sizikis, um, uh, Chimera, Parento, Strom, yeah. all unprotected if you do it your way? Yeah. Um. So, That's true, but if, if on the Islanders, defense takes precedence. I mean, you look at the... True. The I, don't know, I don't know if you would keep, though, Hickey. I could, you could make a case for Hamannick and DeHaan, but I don't know if you keep Hickey. Yeah, well, uh, either way, I'm keeping more defense than them forwards, okay. or, or the same amount of defense than yeah, forwards, yeah, yeah. because you got no shortage of young forwards, true. except from this draft. Like Michael Del Cole, Joshua saying Matt Barzell, Carter Hagee, Kiefer Oh, Mills, yeah, that's a good point. Who's not even on the exemption list, but he just drafted But I him. think, I think, like, I don't know, maybe you, I feel like Sezekis, I if I was Las Vegas, I'd take Sezekis. Okay. And I think well, they're, that's, they're, or, or Strom, Ryan Strom. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, the guys I mentioned, like Hosang and Del Cole, they could probably take the step in and take place of maybe half the depth force the Islanders currently have. But that's true. If they choose to keep some of the forwards they have, and they lose a defenseman who's very hard to replace, yeah. and they don't have too many defensive prospects. It just depends on like, yeah, it just depends on how well Hosang, Barzal, and Dal Cole do. Um, Anyways, I, I yeah. think I, th- I think Vegas should take Clutterbuck. Okay. Physical force in the league for a while. Every team needs a guy who can hit, score timely goals, drop the gloves every now and again. I think Clutterbuck would be a perfect fit for Las Vegas. Okay. So he would be my choice. Uh, I would probably pick Strom, but Strom, yeah. As far as talent goes, again, cap and uh, cap and skill. It's just he's a young guy. He's a center. Those don't come often. Um, yeah. he's a good I player. Don't think he's been signed to a new deal yet, has he? No, not yet. But we're not we're not assuming that <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it all de- it all depends on what kind yeah. of contract the Islanders give him as well. True. Like they could give him a contract with a no movement clause for all we know. That's a good point. Yeah. So that'll be something to monitor. Um, speaking of monitoring, we're going to monitor the stats of King Henrik throughout the show. Uh, the stats of King Henrik in this draft, he's protected, so Vegas can't take it. Uh, Mark Stahl, J- uh, Dan Girardi on defense, also protected. Kind even of unfortunate. McDonough, even though Ryan McDonough isn't protected, he should be, so he's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. It's so a lot like the Eric Carlson in Ottawa. He, he should be protected and stuff enough, but... Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, but anyways, Stahl, Girardi, Lundqvist, there's your defense. Um, and McDonough. So on offense, Derek Stefan's the only protected player. Jimmy Vesey's exempt, thank God. So they don't <laughs> have to worry about losing him. 
Um, Kreider Zuccarello, immediate loss for me. That makes three spaces to fill. Here's where it gets tough, though. Kevin Hayes and Mika Zibanejad both have improved over the past couple of years. JT Miller's coming off his first 40-point season. Um, you also have Grabner and Brandon Peary, who just signed, uh, adding depth. A pair of young guys and Oscar, Oscar Lindbergh and Jesper Fast. Uh, do those guys deserve to have a spot over Rick Nash? Um, no. At this point. Oh, okay. So, um, Hayes Zibanejad, I keep. Miller, I keep. And I think Rick Nash is probably the most expendable. Like, the Rangers are in a cap crunch. That's the first thing. Second thing, Nash has been hot and cold as of late. Like, after scoring 42 goals the year before, he's only he only scored 15 last year. You can find a lot of guys that aren't getting paid $8 million a year that scored more goals than Rick Nash did last year. Uh, so, I think he's the most expendable, but I don't think Vegas takes him. I think they go with Kevin Klein instead. Uh, he's a solid okay. second or third Wait. pairing on the blue line. He can you can never have too much depth on defense. So I think Kevin Klein goes to Las Vegas. You picked? Did you pick six forwards? Because you have Stefan Kreider, Zuccarello, Miller, Zabinajad, Hayes. Did you say? Oh, so I would need one more. Yeah, you could keep Nash if you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be interesting because I. I think there are, there are a lot of other guys that I think that deserve a spot over Rick Nash. And again, you need to keep some of the young So who do you keep well. instead? Peary? Yeah, I, I, I would go with Peary. Okay. I would keep Peary. All right. So, um, but, but yeah, I, uh, in regards to the main point of my conversation, Nash is the most expendable, but I think Klein is leaving New York. Okay. I could see Nash, like LV taking Nash. But with that contract they have, you have yeah, to that's, consider that's that too. That's the, rightly or wrongly, that's the main thing with Rick Nash is that yeah. contract. Can you take that contract and feel comfortable with taking him? True. So that's that's why I go with Klein. Like, okay. much more cap friendly. I play good defense. I, I think Klein's a solid at, uh, move to round out your team. So, All right. Uh, Philadelphia, Claude Drew. Surprise, surprise. The only protected player on the Flyers roster as of today. Uh, Ghost Bear is not protected. He should be. Uh, well, he's Andrew only played McDonald, one year, but yeah. <laughs> Andrew McDonald against Slim Pickings on defense. I would keep him as well. Like, Mark Strait is good, but he's 39, a pending UFA, probably on the verge of retirement. So I would probably keep McDonald and his contract around a bit longer. Steve Mason, not very, not really a franchise goalie, but their go-to guy between the pipes and a guy I take over Neuberth right now. Um, so in that case, the Flyers could protect five more forwards. Um, four of those five spots would go to Shen, Simmons, I should specify Braden Shen, Wayne Simmons, Sean Couturier, and Jakob Voracek. They would get four of those five spots. Um, Flyers have a handful of defensive prospects on the way, a lot of offensive ones too, which, uh, a list that includes former 67 Travis Konechny. Um... I think of the list of expendables, it's a two-horse race between Matt Reed and Michael Raffle. And I think Matt Reed is probably the guy I would keep. Um, but Michael Raffle, the Austrian, he's a good player himself. And I think if he can find steady success on the third line, even the second line, I think he would be a good gamble for Las Vegas to take. Um, but if they're going for depth on defense 
or maybe a backup goalie, Delzato and Neuberth also become available, but I think Raffles who they go with. Um, kind of a dark horse candidate for either to protect or Las Vegas to take. Uh, Radko Gudis has been great. Um, yeah, that's he's been kind of underrated, but um, yeah. he I, I could see Flo- uh, Philly protecting them and going with a seven three thing like you did. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I may have missed something. Did you, it says that you picked seven skaters, unless I missed Did something. I pick seven. Giroux, no, Voracek, Braden Shen, Couturier, Simmons, McDonald, Ghost Bear, and Ghost Bear. That's uh, yeah, it's, seven. Uh, the, the final spot was a tourist race between Matt Reed and Michael Raffle. Oh, uh, so you mean like you yeah. think they would pick Matt? Yeah, they would take Matt Reed over Michael Raffle, and Raffle would be unprotected. Okay, okay, got it. Okay. Sorry to follow along with me. I'm, no, 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 no. I, 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 I may have missed in. that. I may have uh, missed that. That's probably what happened. <laughs> okay, Pittsburgh. Most expendable player on this roster right now is Marc-Andre Fleury, but he's under contract, defending UFA, mm. and they're probably going to trade him. So Vegas, forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> so Marc-Andre Fleury, I, I think they keep Matt Murray, trade Marc-Andre Fleury, but either way, Las Vegas is getting neither of their goalies. Um... So, but it is right now. We're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. He's, he's, he's protected. So I could like back with Tampa. Back to Tampa, I could see uh, Bishop being traded just so they yeah. could protect Vaz. I think they have other options in goal, though. So True. I, I, I think I think Murray and, and Flurry. I don't think Vegas takes any of them. If okay. They, if the franchise is today, should also be noted: Connor Sheary and prospect Daniel Sprung are exempt. So they can't take either of them. Um, Chris Letang already protected. Ole Mata is not. He should be. So I'm taking Letang and Mata. Um, that leaves us with exactly six forward spots to fill. Um, although, if you consider that Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel are protected under contract, that leaves us with three. They so, would be protected anyways, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that makes three available forwards. Hagelin, Kunitz, and Benino get those spots. Okay. Um, so I think either Chris Kunitz or Eric Fair uh, would be good fits for Las Vegas. Either could step in, provide leadership, and maybe 30 to 40 points. I think Kunitz has more offensive upside, so I think Vegas takes Kunitz. Okay. Wait, you said Hornquist they're going to protect? Steve? Uh, me, yeah, Oh yeah, that's right. I went with a. That's right. I went with an eight-player system, didn't I? Or eight skier one. Yeah, you did. Uh. <laughs> oh, I, I. That's right. I guess I put because I put Kunitz, Eglin, Kunitz, and Benino as my three choices. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's Kunitz, like Kunitz, Eglin, Hornquist, and Benino is what I meant to say. Okay. Kunitz is still going to Vegas. All right, all right. I got got it. That's like so. Hornquist isn't going anywhere. Like. They're going to protect Kunitz and Las Vegas is going to take it? Wow. No, no. <laughs> yeah, they're going to trade him to Las Vegas later. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they protect, they protect Hornquist right, right, right. and Kunitz is on. Uh, Got it. I would agree with that, yeah. Okay. Uh, Washington, nobody's protected somehow. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's crazy. 
Too bad for Las Vegas, that won't be the case for long. Ovechkin and Backstrom are inseparable, so none of them are going anywhere. Um, although, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to see Ovechkin party up in Las Vegas? That would be nice, yeah, that would yeah, be fun. Be nice. Yes, it would be. Um, Especially if Yager, if they take Yager as well. <laughs> yeah. Yager and Ovechkin in Las Vegas. Because Netsov might also be some, uh, might also be a bit of a party animal, but he's not leaving Washington either. So. Right. Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, and Backstrom, they're protected. Holpe is a lock in goal, not surprisingly. Right. Um, Niskanen, Carlson, and Carl Alsner are the three that I'm keeping on defense. Um, Dmitry Orlov doesn't have a new contract, and according to Complete Hockey News, apparently he's spitballing or considering offers in the KHL, so he might not even be in the NHL for uh-huh. long. Um Justin Williams, T.J. Osie, Marcus Johansson, Jay Beagle are the final four forwards that I would keep. Jay Beagle. Um, yeah. yeah. So if that's, or, gee, did I do this again? <laughs> no, no, no. You did it right. You did it right this time. Because. <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, actually, general fan. No, because you're doing the seven-three-one, right? Yeah. Seven forwards, three defense. Yeah, you have that right. Yeah. Ovechkin, Backstrom, uh, Johansson, Oshie, Justin Williams, Kuznetsov, and Beagle. I think I might have... And then you had three defense with Niskanen, Carlson, and Alsner. Uh, Hold on just one second here. I think I might have... I think I might have did a similar thing here. No, you Um, didn't. No. You have seven forwards, 3D, and one goalie. Although, I'm surprised you picked Jay Beagle. Why not Lars Eller? Yeah, yeah, I I, I think... Yeah, I I, I would keep Jay Beagle around. I think he's a a good depth guy to have. I don't know, he's a center. Lars Eller's a center, he's 27. Good contract. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I would keep Jay Beagle around for his for his veteran experience. Okay. I think he knows the system well. Uh, Eller, Burakovsky, and even Brooks Orpik, I think, would yeah. be some of the guys that Vegas would look at. Burakovsky is another guy. Um, but yeah. If Orlov is still on the team, I think they look at him as well. But, again, if you know he's spitballing offers from the KHL, I don't know if they'd be even comfortable with that selection. Okay. Uh, I, I think Burakovsky would be a nice add just simply because he's a nice offensive prospect that could probably help them. I mean, he hasn't really got the miles in the NHL to really know what you're yeah. going to get, but I, I think he's got some hype. Um, yeah, I, I'm questioning your Jay Beagle choice, but yeah, um, I would either pick Eller or Burakovsky, but <laughs> it's all right. Uh, now it's back to my turn again. Let's see what uh, hour we're at. Oh, yeah, we're at an hour. So I think this will we'll just do a two-parter. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to do the expansion draft here. Oh, we're just going to finish our divisions. Um, and then the next, uh, and then we'll do a rapid fire and World Cup stuff. Yeah. Um, and then next, another episode. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're down to the Pacific. Um, this was fun because most of these teams are um, on a rebuild. Um, or outside of California. 
outside of Cal. Well, yeah, outside of Cal, all the teams that are outside of California are on a rebuild. I, when I was looking at LA, they should be on a rebuild. Um, but no, uh, yeah, a lot of these teams are on a rebuild. So that made it tough too, especially for teams like Arizona, where they had a lot of guys on exempt that they probably, um, and like, like Chris Pronger's on their roster, Datsuk, and there's another guy who can't play, Boland, uh, Shane yeah, Doan's probably going to retire. Not protected. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it'd be kind of funny if like they chose to protect those guys. Yeah. Frogger's protected. Yeah. protected. Oh, great. <laughs> so he has to give up one of the guys that are actually playing for us. Excellent. Yeah. Well, no, no. Those guys aren't protected. But no, no, we'll I'm get to them. I'm just saying, if it was, though, it would oh, be, yeah, be a lot tougher. It would be funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for Anaheim, I chose eight skaters uh, just because of how many defensemen they have. And Bieksa. So... Anaheim has some kind of crazy no-movement clauses. The forwards make sense. Perry, Getzlav, and Kessler all have no-movement clauses. But defensemen, you'd think uh, Vaninen, Fowler, Lindholm, who's still yet to be signed, would have a no-movement clause. And Vaninen was just resigned. And Vaninen was just resigned. Um, Bieksa is the only defenseman who has a no-movement clause. So decided to do an eight fo- eight uh, skaters just because um, you. I don't think Anaheim should get rid of either Fowler, Vatanen, or Lindholm as much as my Bruin fandom wants them to yeah. um, trade those guys. But um, so I so Vatanen, Fowler, Bieksa, Lindholm are my uh, four defensemen there. So that means Perry. you had to, because yeah. there are three protective forwards, you only had to protect one. Yeah, forward. and this this became difficult uh-huh. um, because it was either between uh, Ricardo Kell or Jacob Silverberg. Yeah. Um, the, Let me guess, you took Raquel. Um, yes. Okay. Because... <laughs> Am I that predictable? <laughs> um, and then I think Las Vegas takes Silverberg. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. would be a pretty good choice. I, I think he'd uh, be very happy with Silverberg. Um, and then Gibson's, of course, their goalie. Yeah. Um, although I guess I could see Las Vegas take Bernier. He's 28 years old. Another chance where he could be a starter. Which Bernier and Reimer in Las Vegas. Um, well, see, I... Bernier yeah. is also a pending UFA. Oh yeah, as good well, point. So I think they're probably more likely to to give him a contract. That's a good point. On the open market. So I, I don't think that. they'd be wise to take him in the draft. That's a good point. I forgot about that. But again, we're talking as if this draft was today. Either way, they would they would be wise to take Silverberg. Right, right, right. Um. Yeah, so that's an interesting team, though, just because like you have Kevin Bieksa have a no movement clauses when there's like three other guy defensemen that are much better than him um, on their team. So, I don't know. And it's going to be an interesting team this year, too, with Carlisle. So, I don't know. Maybe they won't even be that great. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that takes us to Arizona, which is basically OEL and the rest of the... and, like, a bunch of nobodies. Um, even though Goligoski is the only protected yeah, guy in the Goligoski is the only protected guy. 
OELs, the other guy. For goalies, um, this shouldn't be too much surprising uh, just because he had a great year and Mike Smith's old. I'm going to go with Dominique. Um, I think Arizona goes with Connor Murphy. Um, so, you chose Louis Domingo or Mike Smith? Yes. Hmm, interesting, okay. Well, Mike Smith's 34. He's on a decline. Well, I, well, yeah, I don't know. He was on a bit of a decline last year, battling injury, but I, I think he's... I think he's certainly more than capable. I think he would be actually a a, a guy that uh, Las Vegas might be wise to to take. Yeah, I I think I have. I do I have them? Oh no, I have. I, I, yeah, all right. <laughs> Hold on. First off, let's just say Arizona has Chikrin, Kraus, now Kraus, Strom, yeah. uh, Anthony D'Angelo, Max Domi, Dvorak. Connor Garland, who I talked about last week, or last episode, um, all exempt. Yeah. Um, and that makes it tough. They also have Pronger, Datsuk, um, and I think Bolin is on a long-term IR as well. Um, so I figure Arizona is just going for the young guys. Yeah. Um, which is why I picked Doming over Smith. Okay. Um, Doming's... 10 years younger than Smith is. Um, I, I know that I understand why that would be kind of crazy to do, but um, I figure Arizona is just a weird case here because they have a bunch of guys who are all exempt. Um, okay. So Goligoski, OEL, you would, you would, uh, you would protect those. Uh, and then Murphy, cause he's, Murphy. he's another, he's their like defenseman of the future besides OEL. Okay. So seven um, players you would keep on, on the, up front, on the forwards. Yeah. Uh, so, that leaves, I think Doan's probably going to retire, so I don't have him there. But I have Hansel, Duclair, yeah. um, which I guess Domi isn't, um, is exempt for some reason. Um, I guess Domi would probably be uh, protected somehow. But um, Tobias Ryder... Um, just because I'm just picking a lot of guys that they're going to protect who are young guys. Okay. Um, uh, except for Verbata, because I figure he's an old guy. Aldo, yeah. so um, a veteran guy, yeah. yeah. I could see them taking him. Um, Samuelson, Henrik Samuelson, another young guy, but he could be something. Um, Jamie McGinn is another guy. Yeah, I think he'd be wise to keep him around. Um, and then, as for the last one, I wasn't really sure, like, it, I literally could not tell you who I would pick. So, I was thinking of, I just picked the youngest guy who's still available for them to protect. Okay. Um, and that's Tyler Gadot, who's 23. Tyler Godet, okay. Godet. But, um, I could see them picking up, like, keeping Boland... Although, if they probably don't want to, um, I don't know. But, yeah, there's a bunch of other options that are probably not great. Um, as for who Las Vegas would pick, yeah, I guess the, uh, I feel like Las Vegas could pick Mike Smith. But, uh, considering he's 35 I'm not, and there's other options, I think 
they go elsewhere for goalies. So I'm thinking they go with Luke Shen for uh, Las Vegas. Um, like there's literally like like Arizona's just like no one I can protect really. I think crazy. I think if Mike Smith's available, they take him. If not him, Mike Stone. Mike Stone. Yeah, Mike Stone, Mark Stone's brother. I think he just signed a new contract with Arizona. I think he had like thirty. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about Mike Stone. I forgot about Mike Stone. Uh, actually, they probably would pick Mike Stone instead of yeah. Luke Shen. I, I yeah. think I think Mike Stone or, or Mike Smith, one of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, Calgary is almost the exact opposite situation from Arizona because they're like it's an overload of forwards and defensemen. Um. So I think they pick. They have no guys on a uh, no movement clause. Brian Elliott. Um, for I guess I'm going to do it your way here. I'm going defense first. Uh, <laughs> they go with uh, Giordano, Dougie Hamilton, mm. and TJ Brody. Okay. Um, I think they leave Weidman unprotected. Okay. Um, as for forwards, uh, Monahan, Gaudreau, assuming he signs, um, probably, will. probably will. Backland, Michael Backland, uh, he was announced on Team Sweden today, yeah. um, or not today. Event, I think it was something. Thursday or Friday. One, the two, one yeah. day. Sam Bennett. Um, yeah. Hold on, let me look at this list here. Uh, Bennett, Brower, Froli, Troy Brower. Michael Froelich and Hunter Shinkarik. Shinkarik, okay. Shinkarik. Um, I, um, and then I think they go with, uh, I think LV goes with, I said Brian Elliott, they're going to protect. Um, I think LV will go with Alex Chieson. He has some experience in the NHL. He's not, like, terrible. He's not great either. But I think it, it would be a good fit for Las Vegas if he goes there. Um, Depen- depends on where they sit cap-wise. I yeah. think if they got room, they take Weidman. Okay. I think experienced defenseman who can maybe work a power play, too. He's put up decent numbers. I think he has a lot more offensive upside than Chiesan does, yeah. who is a forward. So if, if Weidman's available, I'd take Weidman. Okay. But again, um, cap, cap will play a factor, no doubt, in some of yeah, these yeah. Uh, draft day decisions. So. Right, true. Like right now, that doesn't matter. So, given the choice, I take Weidman over Chieson, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I don't know. I feel like Weidman would be risky, though. But yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, Edmonton. Um, this was actually tough because, as we all know, defenseman um, is their least aren't isn't great. Um, other than like Clefbaum. Um, and Nurse. Um, nurse is protected. Are them exempt from this? Uh, nurses. Uh, Clefbaum okay. isn't. So I'm guessing Sakara because he's under contract. Right. He's, uh, he has an, I'll, I'll explain it. So, McDavid, Nurse, I'll just say Puhularvi, Kagigula, who they also got this offseason. Those are all exempt. Um, they probably, you know, we would they would pr- be protected otherwise. I'd, I have a feeling, McD- 
Oh no, McDavid wouldn't be exempt. Anyways, um, never mind. Uh, so I went with the eight skaters just because I don't know. Um, wait, did I go with the eight skaters? I did go with the eight skaters. Okay. Um, so I go with Oscar Kleffbaum. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they go with Griffin Reinhardt as well, just because they can. They need Edmonton needs as many young defensemen as they can get. Okay, so you, yeah. so you you chose three defensemen. I no no I chose eight skaters, but I I also have three defensemen. Okay. <laughs> In those, so that mean, that means I have four skaters that I think they're gonna keep, and okay. those uh, Lucic is one who has a no movement clause. Um, they keep Eberle. They keep RNH. And then it's either between Yakupov and Drysidel, and I think they pick they keep Drysidel. Yeah. Um, which means Las Vegas will take Yakupov. Um, I think you know he's a former first round. He's a fir- former first overall pick. Um, I think he could he could actually thrive in Las Vegas. Um. But he's been disappointing in Edmonton, but I think it's more just of how they've used him. I don't know if they would necessarily, you know, um, I feel like that it may be a mistake, but I think that's something that's I think it all happen. depends on the amount of progress that he's shown. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing, too, is, like, if Yakupov has a great year this yeah. year, then I think they keep him. But Dreisaitl has the edge over him right now. I think even then I would keep yeah. Drysdale. I think he's got more potential at this point True. than Yakupov. Some un- untapped potential. I think we've we see more of Yakupov, yep. uh, Drysdale's potential right now than yeah, Yakupov. So. And there is also potential that, like you know, they uh, Edmonton decides not to keep Reinhardt. Yeah. Um, and then takes Yakupov in, in his place. Um, but yeah, I, I figure. Right, the need for young defense was yeah. stronger, so I think they'd be wise to keep Brian Hart. Right, right, and that that was my other thinking. It's just like, but they also have McDavid, Puljujarvi, you know, yeah. Kigula, who are all like already their faces of the franchise. So, well, not Kigula, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, um, I could see. I think Jakub. So Edmonton's troubles would already be. Um, things it's gonna suck for them though because they probably won't get anything in return but um i think uh, i think las vegas takes yakupov yeah. um that brings me to la which has the opposite problem um so kopitar has a no movement clause the only guy who does um jonathan quick will be my, the goalie i'm gonna protect Drew Daddy, as I'm taking a phrase from you, is a guy they should protect, but they don't. Um, uh, he doesn't have a no movement clause. Um, Jake Muzzin is another guy, and then to um, and then I think they for the third defenseman, I think they protect Alec Martinez. Mm-hmm. Um, that leads me to their forwards. Um, I, they pick uh, Jeff Carter. Um, Tyler Toffoli, mm-hmm. um, Trevor Lewis. Wait, no. Wait, who is the next one? Oh, Tanner Pearson. Mm-hmm. And then these guys. Uh, then I was kind of struggling with who I should pick between Gabarik, 
Brown, Lewis, and Dwight King. Um, and I think they pick Gabarik, Brown, Lewis, um, and then that leaves Las Vegas to take Dwight King. I they, think that would be a good pick, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think by, if but, by some point yeah. they don't, if they don't keep Dustin Brown, I think they should yeah. take him as well. That was the other. That was the other thought process. Is like, should Las Vegas protect Brown? But then I was like looking at the stats, and I uh, Brown had a better year than Dwight King did. Um, so I think Las Vegas. I think the Kings will decide to take Brown. Um, we'll see. The other interesting thing you have to think about for all these teams in this uh, Pacific is that Las Vegas is going to be in their division. So all these guys are all these guys that Las Vegas pick from these teams are going to have like a strong chip on their even more of a chip on their shoulder, yeah. Um, which will be interesting. Um, like just imagine like Yakupov and like yeah. Chie Song. They're like, ah, oh, you know. Dwight, and, Dwight King, what, yeah. Dwight King, I think is a, it would be a good ad for them. I really think. It yeah. Would. Um. All right, uh, let's go to the next one. San Jose. The final California team in this division. Yep. Um, this was surprisingly tough. Um, yeah, because none of their guys are protected right now. Yep. Also, because Thornton and Marlowe are both... Pending UFAs. Pending UFAs, and also really old. Yeah. Um, One of them has a beard, though. Yeah, which is why I decided to go with eight skaters. Um, because I don't think they're going to, I don't think the Sharks are going to protect either one of them, or should protect either one of them. Um, so, Martin Jones is the goalie they're going to protect. Brent Burns and Vlasic are a no-brainer to keep, um, on the defensive side. Those are the only two defensemen that San Jose keeps. Um, so they have to keep Pavelski, Couture, Hurdle... Wingles, Melkler Carson, and Matt Nieto, um, which leaves um, a bunch of guys um, to for Las Vegas to take, like Bodeker, Thornton, Marlowe, Joel Ward, um, and Joel Ward. But I think... Paul Martin also on defense. And Paul, Mar- Paul Martin and Brendan Dillon on defense. Okay. And I think think yeah actually that's I should have yeah. I should have picked Paul Martin but I think LV takes Brendan Dillon um but all those guys, other guys that I mentioned could work as well I wouldn't be yeah. surprised um I just think in terms of like maybe you know Las he's 26 years old um he's a you know a young defenseman relatively young defenseman that would be a good pick for Las Vegas, but I could see them also taking like you know a veteran guy like Joe Thornton or Patrick Marlowe. I think um, I think Joel Ward. I would t- I or would Joel Ward him over Matt Nieto. Okay, um, but especially considering Joel Ward, uh, how he performed in the playoffs yeah. too. Like he he was pretty clutch in the playoffs. Yeah. as you um, as you know, I I'm more partial to the young guys that I feel yeah. like they want to keep. So that's why I picked Nieto, um, who's 24, and Joel Ward is 36. I think, so. yeah, you're right. You're, you, 
you're right in the sense that Joel Ward's up there, they're in age. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised, if, but having said that, I wouldn't be surprised if Las Vegas takes Joel Ward. Because he yeah, still has Joel, some left Joel in Ward him. Would, Joel Ward would be a good add. Yeah. Um, you said uh, Marlowe, Thorne were also unprotected, and who else? There was another guy. Bodeker. Bo- Bodeker. Bodker. Yeah, Bodeker. You know what? He's interesting. He, he, he's a hot and cold player. I think right. he, he provides a bit of speed as well. So yeah. I think uh, Bodker and Ward, even Jonas Donskoy as well. Oh, yeah, Bodker. I forgot about that. I think he's unprotected. No, no, no. Donskoy is exempt. Oh, he is. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, then, then you're right. Uh, Bod- Bodker and um, yeah, Bodker and Ward, I think it comes down to those two. Yeah, otherwise I would take. Well, otherwise I would protect Donskoy if he was unprotected. Yeah. Who did you pick for Vancouver is what I want to know. <laughs> Um, are you, are you being facetious? Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, again, it's, it's one of those cases of who's there left to pick on Vancouver, but. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is tough. Um, so, uh, no move, guys who have no movement clauses are the Sedins and Erickson. At this point in their career, I could, like, I don't know, maybe Sedins. I don't necessarily need a no movement clause. Las Vegas just draft one of them and maybe <laughs> trade for the other, just force Vancouver into a hole that. <laughs> Okay, that would well, actually be. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, but that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, or like you know, they just purposely like they just play heel, especially when they're gonna be in their division. Yeah. Like like they take Daniel Sedin and yeah. like it's then it's just a Henrik versus Daniel Sedin whenever they play in the division yeah. matchup. Already start a rivalry, but it's not gonna happen because they're both on new movement clauses. Yeah, and Vancouver would be. Although I guess Vancouver should be in a rebuild mode, so they should trade. Yeah, you know, they're technically not, but they probably will be soon. Yeah, um, I think. Um, as for goalies, they could go with Ryan Miller, but I think since Markstrom, um, had had a decent year last year, um. And play better than Ryan Miller last year. I can't I, believe I'm saying this, but I, I think they go with Markstrom over Miller. Yeah, I think, I, 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 it's, it's the same here. I know it's it's crazy. If you were telling me this like ten years ago or five years ago, I would be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but Markstrom yeah, Markstrom still plays in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Miller is bad. What? Um, yeah. Well, so he's, he's decent. He's just not as good. Right as he used to be, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think for goalies, I think they pick Marsham. Um, and then I think, let's see here. Um, Defense is pretty easy. I think for sure Edler and Goodbranson, you keep both of them. Yeah, um, yeah, defenseman, Edler, Goodbranson. Then I have, for the third defenseman, I have is um, Tanev. Tanev, okay. Um, I was thinking Sabisa, but I've heard bad things from... I have some Canuck friends, actually. Um, uh, people hate Sabiso. Is, was, um, is ben, I, I think Ben Hutton's exempt from this draft, Yeah, right? he is. Well, good, because yeah. uh, I think he's got so a lot is, of promise for the Canucks. So is Ulevi, um, obviously. Yeah. Dem, Thatcher Demko. Yeah. Um, Jake Ferdinand. Vertanen, yeah. Vertanen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, for forwards, uh, so I already said the Sedins and Erickson, so the Swedes. Um, uh, I think they pick uh, Brandon Sutter, uh, Sven Bershi, uh, Bo Horvat, 
Um, I could see, um, I could see them protecting Burroughs, um, but I think if they're going with a, or Yannick Hansen even, um, but I think if Vancouver should, like, be more, like, trying to get younger, so I'm going to say that they're going to take Emerson Edom instead of those two. Um, which leaves Las Vegas to take either Yannick Hansen or Burroughs. I think the Vancouver takes, I mean, El- Las Vegas takes uh, Burroughs. I think they take Hansen. Okay. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, I wasn't... Hansen's got some speed to him as well. True, true. I was, I was like debating, it's like a toss-up for me between those yeah. two. But I think they take Burroughs because I think he's just the slightly better player. Um, yeah. I think I think all around player. I think Burroughs as well. I think more offensive upside. I think you go with Yannick Hansen. I I just haven't seen as much offensive flash and dash as I've seen with Burroughs. Uh, Burroughs is pretty offensive, but yeah. Yeah, just not as offensive though. I mean, he is an asshole, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Watch well, the seven second delays. He, He'd fit he perfectly gets, in Las Vegas. He gets under your skin. That's for yeah. sure. He gets under your skin. He, he would he would he would be certainly a good option. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say the a word, but. <laughs> I, I well, did you market. did you see uh, did you see um, there were a couple? Who's that guy who had uh, like there was um, there was a uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but there was a Players Tribune article on a uh, guy who like who wrote about like his father who abused him, and he said that uh, Burroughs chirped him one time well, and said. O'Sullivan? Yeah, yeah, Patrick O'Sullivan, oh, and he said yeah. that Burroughs said that he wished his dad like beat him even more or something like that. It was like some like crazy line like that. It's just like, whoa! I understand it's like chirp and it's all fairs in the game, but like it's a little too far, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's why I say he's an asshole. Burroughs kind of takes a little too far. Okay, sometimes, like I understand. Like I mean. I'm I'm a hypocrite because I love Brad Marchand. I love I actually kind of oh, yeah. like I love I love Sean Avery. I I love those guys. And yeah, I mean I I I hate Burroughs because of the 2011 Stanley Cup. He's the only guy. I, he's the only Canuck guy on their roster that I hate now. Um, just because Luongo's out now and the team's yeah. so different from their 2011 team. But I still hate Burroughs. Yeah, I I, I think. I don't think Burroughs would be the wisest choice. I, I would take yeah. Hansen. All right, well, yeah. I mean, that's true, too. Yeah. That wraps up the Pacific Division. <laughs> that wraps up the Pacific Division. And now we're down to the last one, which is the Central. Arguably the best division. Yeah. I think that, actually, I don't think there's really a competition. I don't I think, think there's much of an argument. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I, think, I think they are the, <laughs> they are the best division. All right. So starting off with the Chicago Blackhawks, it will probably be a Stanley Cup threat like every year until they stop yeah. winning. They have um, a ton of guys on no movement clauses, so basically yeah, they did uh, your job for you. <laughs> yeah, Kane, Taves, Hosa, and Isimov—they're the four. Uh, they're the four protective forwards. Um, Keith Seabrook and Jomerson also already protected, and Corey Crawford, the protected goalie, because what are the odds I would take Scott Darling over Corey Crawford? Right. Baseball? 
Darling's good, but Crawford. Yeah, we, we, yeah, that would have been the case anyways. Yeah. So that leaves three fourths based and, on drafts. And to be fair, you you would have picked all those guys anyways. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Maybe not Anisimov. I guess you could take a chance. Yeah. But, I think it's protected fourths yeah. so that saves me some trouble as well. Um, Kruger and uh, Marcus Kruger and Andrew Desjardins might stick around depending on where Las Vegas sits cap wise. Kruger is going to make three million bucks this upcoming season. Desjardins has sixty three points in his career. Um, oh, and I Panarin is exempt, by the way. Panarin, yeah. Um, I think the the two guys they would probably keep. Um. Um, well, that's right. I, I picked, I, yeah, I think I picked the 731 system. Um, yeah, I would, I would have to, I would have to probably pick, uh, I'd probably have to pick one more forward in this case. Um. Just looking on General Fanger here, I thought I got all the Chicago Blackhawks on here, but um, the the fact that uh, the fact that there were so many people protected, I guess it kind of threw me a loop there. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, again with the Chicago Blackhawks, there's not going to be really much for them uh, to pick from uh, for the other teams to pick from. But um, yeah, like you said, a lot of protected players. Um, just looking at some, uh, I, I I would pick Brandon Machinter as, as my other forward. Uh, I think he's he's a he's a prospect with a with a lot of offensive upside to him. I think that you know again a young forward hasn't really been given the chance to shine, but I mm. I think if he's given the opportunity, I think you're going to see what kind of a player he is. I think Scott Darling and Trevor Van Riemsdyk are going to be the go-to targets for Las Vegas. Solid backup goalie and Darling, promising defenseman and Trevor Van Rees. I, yeah. I go with TBR, honestly. Um, if, if he's up there, I think they go with uh, Trevor Van Rees. I see that Panic is on here. Is that... Yeah, I, is that another... Um, I would pick Machinter over Panic. Okay. I thought... Wait, is Panic the guy who was on Tampa Bay a while ago and... He was on Tampa Toronto. Bay. He was also on Toronto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. He, you're right. He did spend time on Tampa. You're right. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't sure if that was the same guy or not. Tre- Trevor Van But Van I would, I would go with Van Dreamstike, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Um. Yeah. So Chicago is a fun one to take. Not too many options. Yeah. Colorado, um, also entertaining, considering that. Uh, they don't have one anymore. Guys that are protected and play defense, and their names are Eric Johnson and Francois Beauchemin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's operate under the assumption that Nate McKinnon, Matthew Shane, and Gabriel Landeskog are going nowhere and will be protected at some point. Um, Tyson Berry, you know, that's an interesting case because I still think he's got an uncertain future in Colorado, and while they'd be wise to protect him, I still think that at some point they're going to be in a cap crunch and he might be traded anyway. Um, so I think they're going to protect him simply because I don't think they should let him walk. Yeah. Because if he's on, if he's up there, I think there's a strong chance Las Vegas takes him. Yeah, I agree. So let's say he stays put. Um, Joel Col- Colburn recorded... Well, if you look at the other options, they're not really great other than Zadorov. Oh, yeah, and but, that, that's again why I say yeah. protect Barry as well. 
Um, on the forward side of things, Joel Colborn recorded 44 points of the Flames last year. Or in Weirkoch, too, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. They have Weirkoch as well. And they traded Nick Holden to the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, their defense is still suspect. True. Uh, so, again, Colburn, not a defenseman, but recorded 44 points of the Flames last year. They just got him. Carl Soderberg, 51 points in his first season with the team. I think both are worth keeping around. Again, is a UFA. I'm not sure if he's got another year in the tank after this season. He might be available, so I'm not protecting him. Um, but he may be traded by the middle of the year. Yeah, too. he could be, depending on how Colorado does. Because so. I think he wants the cup, and so he'll probably be traded to a contender. I don't know if yeah, Colorado's so right. I don't think he's a safe bet, so yeah. I'm not protecting him. Mitchell, uh, uh, John Mitchell and Cody McLeod, they provide some grit on a team that thrives on skill. I think they'd be wise to keep around. Uh, between the pipes, though, this is this is where I had some trouble picking uh, okay. favorites. The odds of Semyon Varlamov being the odd man out are, in my opinion, pretty realistic because Calvin Pickard, over the last few seasons, he's been a very respectful backup. Year Wait, one, did you pick seven forwards? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Uh, McKinnon, Duchesne, Landeskog, Soderberg, Colborn. Colborn, Mitchell, and McLeod. Oh, I missed McLeod. Okay, yeah. sorry, go. So, um, again, back to Pickard. He's six, in year one, went 6-7-3. GAA was 2.35. 9.32 save percentage. That's pretty good for a backup. Year two, he got his first NHL shutout. His record was slightly better, 7-6-1. Goals against average slightly up, but still respectable, 2.56. His save percentage was 10 points lower at 9.22. At one point, he even put Simeon on the bench for his poor performance. Um, and Simeon's GAA went from 2.56 a year ago to 2.81. And he was given the hook seven times during the year as well. Um, now, you could say the Avs don't have that great a defense. But keep in mind that a couple of years ago, under, I would argue, the similar structure, he got 41 wins. His GAA was 2.41 and arguably a candidate for the Vezina Trophy. So the fact that Varlamov is going to make $6 million bucks, to be exact, $5.9 million, $5. million bucks this year, um, and you look at that contract and you look at the amount of money that Calvin Pickard is making, which is $1 million, I think that's the final nail in the coffin for a capable number one net monitor that I think is going to be the odd man out. So I think they... Wait on Simeon Varlamov. They make Calvin Picker. They're unprotected. That they make pick, they protect Picker for the time being, mm. and take their chances um, with Varlamov uh, in, in the draft. And I think if I'm Las Vegas, I would take Varlamov if he's up there because this is a guy that yes hasn't really had the best um, go around over the past couple of seasons. But I think he's still a capable number one goaltender that could be useful for them. Okay. So I would take Varlamov. I may, uh, I was going to suggest another guy, uh, Grigorenko, um, would be an interesting yeah, pick for a last place. If Varlamov's got more in- instant success. But yeah, I guess you're right, though. Varlamov has more, is more proven, though. But yeah. Yeah, and you look at, you know, other guys that Vegas could take, like Ben Bishop, who's a pending UFA. If, if if he's not in Tampa, Tampa probably trades him. Yeah. And even though Fleury is is protected, Pittsburgh also trades him probably to a different That's team. true, that's true. So I think 
in, in the long run, I think Varlamov might be their best option when it comes to the expansion draft. Okay. Um, so there's Colorado. Dallas, slim pickings on defense. John Klingberg, not protected yet, but should be a slam dunk, can't move him player at all costs. Uh, because everything revolves around him on the blue line. Uh, they have a couple of young defensemen, Jamie Alexiak and Essa Lindell, and I protect both of them, not because of their work- workload as of today, which has been pretty limited, but the fact that I see these two as the future of this team defensively besides John Klingberg. Yeah. And I think any smart team that's searching for some young defensive talents that could, they could take a chance on either guy. I think either one of these two guys could be snatched up by Las Vegas if they're available. Yeah, yeah. So, Klingberg, Lindell... Also, they have... Uh, they also have Honka, uh, who's exempt, but... Yeah, he's yeah. exempt, exactly. Um, up front, Spezza and Ben. Jamie Ben, I should specify, are the only two forwards who are off-limits. Um, Tyler Sagan will most likely get a new deal and probably no trade on top of that, so I'm not even putting his name in the mix. He stays. Uh, Patty Sharp, Antoine Roussel, Valerie Nukushkin should also be protected by the Stars. Sharp provides skill, veteran experience, and willingness of what, knowing what it takes to win the playoffs. Roussel and Nutushkin, they both bring a little bit of everything, a little bit of grit as well, and I think Dallas is worth keeping that around. Uh, goaltending, although it's slim pickings again, I take Miami as my protected goalie. Even though his numbers haven't been lights out, he's $1.4 million cheaper than his finished friend, Curry Lettinen. And plan B's in their system were even harder to come by after the fact Jack Campbell never really lived up to the hype surrounding him. And now that they've traded him to Los Angeles for a former seventh-round pick, yeah. <laughs> they basically have no plan B's in their system right now. So I would be I would be wise to keep Antti Niemi and probably Curry Lettinen stays where he is because I don't think Las Vegas would take him anyway. Yeah. Um, Bottom six center-wise, Cody Egan, I think, fits that bill perfectly, so I think he stays. Um, I think either Yuri Hoodler or Alex Hemsky could be the odd man out here. Okay. Hemsky, the most likely, um, given the fact that his performance has been so up and down, that his contract, you know, three, four, five million, that's probably, given the fact that Dallas is going to need some more money probably to re-sign Tyler Sagan, uh, they're going to have to find that money somewhere, and... There's not really much value for Alex Hemsky right now. Yeah. But as it stands right now, Yuri Hoodler is cheaper. I think he brings a bit more offensive punch. This is a guy who can bring in 40 to 50 points for you uh, on a given year. So I think it would make sense for Dallas um, to keep Yuri Hoodler if they could. Um, but I think if he's up there on draft day, I think Vegas takes Hoodler. Okay. But I, I think if I was Dallas, the weak link is uh, Alice Hemsky. All right. I don't know if you object to that or if you have any other. Or- no, I, uh, yeah, I think it's either between Hemsky and Huddler. I think you're right. Um, It's yeah. kind of, I didn't realize, like, just looking at General Fanager, they're both 33 years old, so they're both the same age. Um, You do have to take into account, we'll talk about this in the rapid fire, I guess now in part two of this episode. Yeah. Um, that Hudler has a uh, two million on his contract, and Hemsky has four million. So um, I guess that's something you, know, you have to consider. But um, but considering we did this without considering the salary cap stuff, um, yeah, yeah, that's something that that would 
uh, probably playing to effect there. Yeah. Uh, Moving on now to the Minnesota Wilds, who uh, were one who, uh, while they were expansion franchise, Minnesota had a team called the North Stars who moved to Dallas. So I guess we're going from Minnesota's former team to their new one. And the one they currently have. Zach Parise, Miku Koibu, and Jason Palmerville are the untouchables thus far. Um, so on forwards. The other four guys that I would protect are Mikhail Granlund, Charlie Coyle, Nino Niederreiter, and Eric Halla. All are young, but they're all developing and getting better with every yeah, season. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Ryan Stewart, the obvious choice on defense because I believe he's protected. Yep. Um, so either way, Ryan Stewart is not going anywhere. Uh, for the time being. There are some talented young studs on the blue line that could be unprotected. Um, I'm taking Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba. Unfortunately, that leaves Marco Scandella and Jonas Brodin as the odd man out. Uh, in goal, mm. Dubnik, a slam dunk in goal compared to Darcy Kemper. So, I think... I, I think... It, it depends. Like, Jared Spurgeon is an absolute lock, but it's a toss-up for me between Dumba, Scandella, and Brodin. So either one of those three defensemen, if they're, um, if either two of those three defensemen are available, I think they get some consideration. I also think Jason Zucker making two million dollars a year. He, he's a decent third or fourth line guy. Can pack some scoring punch. He scored a lot yeah. of timely goals in his young career so far, and I think he gets some consideration too. So yeah, that's uh, a good point. I I feel like I feel like Brodeen's another guy that should be protected too because he is a young guy and whatnot, but. Yeah. Um, so you could do like four defensemen and four forwards. I, I, um, I picked but Dumbo that would be tough over, too. I picked Dumba over Scandell and Brodeen because I think of those three, I think Dumba has the more potential, and I think okay. we saw a bit of it as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think, but I think we've we've seen more Brodeen. Yeah. Um. So I might protect Brodeen instead of. I want to say Spurgeon, but I feel like that's crazy too. Um, so that's why I'm thinking you do four defensemen, and then you, and then for forwards you do Parise, Kovu, and Pominville because you have to, and then you probably, and then it's either between Granlin and Niederreiter. I can't remember if it was Scandella or if it was Spurgeon. I remember vividly one game against Ottawa where I think he blocked three or four shots, one yeah. shift, and then went to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I want that guy on my team. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Vegas won't get him. Probably um, not, no. Nashville, speaking of defense, they have a lot of defense here. Uh, yet the only protected player on the Predators roster to date is Pecorine, which isn't much of a surprise. Which is it's funny, too, considering he's, he's not as great as he used to be, but yeah. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> he's still a better option considering uh, True. Carter Hutton has gone elsewhere. Yep. Uh, so, Pecorine, slam dunk option and goal. Um, boatload of guys stashed away on defense. Uh, Roman Yossi, Brian Ellis, the newly acquired P.K. Subban, and Matias Ekholm. Um, so, again, eight skiers, one goalie system. Yossi, Ellis, Subban, and Ekholm are all protected. Okay. Up front, um, I think it would be best for the Preds to keep Brian Johansson, Philip Forsberg, Colin Wilson, and Craig Smith. Uh, that leaves individuals like Mike Fisher, James Neal, Mike Ribeiro, and Kelly Yankrook up for grabs. Yankrook. Um, Fisher's contract right now, $4 million this year before he comes to UFA, um, doesn't necessarily meet his production level because it's gone in the last in, in the last uh, three seasons, 49 points in 75 games. 
to 39 points in 59 games to just 23 points in 70 games last season. And at the age of 36, he can still bring some veteran experience to a brand-new NHL team, not at that cost, I don't think. Um, Secondary scoring punch, James Neal is your guy. Never had an NHL season in which he was not able to score 20 goals. And last year he scored 31, finished with 58 points in a full 82-game season, uh, which was also the first 82-game season of his career. Um, Ribeiro, not much of a goal-scoring machine in general. Certainly not much of a goal-scoring machine as James Neal is, but still able to score 50 points at the age of 36. Uh, I think the wider route for a salary cap team would be to go with a guy like Carly Yarncrook, who just signed a cap-friendly six-year deal with the Preds about a month or so ago. We talked about it on the show. And he scored 16 goals and 30 points in 81 games last year. An absolute steal when you consider he'll be getting paid an average of $2 million per season moving forward. So I think uh, the fact the fact that he hasn't even reached his full potential yet, especially a guy at that young age, you got him long-term, I think Yarncrook would be a, a great bargain pick if I'm Las Vegas. All right. I... I would pro. I know you. I mean, you. I would probably protect James Neal, but yeah. instead of Craig Smith, but um, you also didn't have Las Vegas taking him either. So I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Brian Cox probably the option that's going to be exposed, and I think Las Vegas will probably take him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be a cap game at that point. Yeah. And, and also age as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're pretty good with Nashville there. St. Louis, again, we talked about Carter Hutton not being on Nashville because he's in St. Louis now. Yeah. Uh, none of their players are protected under contract. A mystery that I'll never understand. <laughs> also should be noted that Colton Pareko, Ivan Barbashev, Jordan Schmaltz, and Robbie Fabry are all exempted. So Las Vegas can't take any of them. Um, Jake Allen's the obvious choice in goal, especially now that Elliott is in Calgary. Uh, Phoenix Copley and Jordan Bennington are both still developing in the minors. Carter Hutton's a capable backup, but again, I don't consider him capable of being an everyday number one goalie in this league just yet, so Allen is my slam dunk pick. Yep. Um, you've already given him the captaincy, spoiler alert, in the rapid fire. <laughs> uh, Petrangelo isn't going anywhere. Um, I would keep Jay Bomister and Carl Gunnarsson on top of that. Um, even though Kevin Shattenkirk is a St. Louis Blue o- over the past few seasons, I think he'll get traded at some point. Okay, yeah, that's fair and enough. He's, and he's unprotected even. So, Although I this is technically not what yeah, we said at the beginning. Because I said if it's right now, if it was yeah, happening right I now. I still keep a guy like Gunnarsson, though. Because what? I, I, oh. I, I, I think... Jay Bullmister's experience, that's tough to replace. And he, he's he's kind of been a, a pretty decent defenseman. He's a, he's a, he's a big body there mm. as well. I, I think they can afford to give up a talent like Kevin Shattenkirk. Because I, I, I wouldn't give up too much of my character for the sake of giving up a guy like Shattenkirk. I still think they would protect Shattenkirk instead of Gunnarsson. Yeah, more, more likely. but uh, Assuming he stays on the team, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't want to like... I feel like they right. still... He's, he's kind of like a Tyson Berry. If you don't protect him, they're probably going to take him. And also, it's, um, you know, because they want a high return for him, and they're not going to let him go for nothing. Yeah. But still, I'm rebellious, and I'm taking <laughs> Um 
I think that's your mo- that's like even worse than your Jay Beagle pick. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm up front, uh, even though I I think he's going to regress a little bit. I'm still putting a, a protected tag on Tarasenko. He's not going anywhere. Yep. Neither is Jaden Schwartz. Alex Steen, I'm keeping. Kyle Brodziak, I'm keeping. Um, second or third line, I think Perron and Berglund are going to be competing for spots on either line. Um, Yori Letera at times has shown some upside. I think he stays. I think Paul Stasny is the odd man out. Yep. And this and this is why. 49 points in 64 games, first season with the Blues. But getting paid $7 million a year, uh, I don't think he can keep up that kind of pace over the next three years in St. Louis, especially given the fact that he's failed to reach the 70-point plateau since 2009-2010. And I, I think it's just the fact that his contract's too big. They have a lot of young guys that are probably going to have to resign down the road. And like I said, Barbashev and Fabry at some point will need to give them new contracts. And both play Stasny's position, which is center. So I think they can afford to get uh, have Paul Stasny walk to Las Vegas. So okay. um, I think Stasny's the odd man out for St. Louis. All right. Cool. Um all right, is that it? No. Wait, oh, Winnipeg, uh, right. One more team, and that's Winnipeg. And again, like I said about Carolina early on, they have a lot of prospects exempt from this draft. Nikolai Ehlers, Sniffertan, Josh Morrissey, Eric Comrie, who's a goalie, Kyle Connor, Brendan Lemieux, and of course Patrick Lenny. Uh, all of them are exempted from the draft. Uh, Dustin Bufflin protected, Tobias Enstrom protected for the time being. Uh, and if I chose a seven-three-one format, I would have to debate on keeping or ditching either Truba or Myers on defense. If I'm the Jets, my preference is to keep both of them, so I will. So I'm going with the eight-skater, one-goalie system. Okay. Wheeler's the new leader. Shifley and Brian Little are a deadly one-two combo in the face-off dot. Wheeler's a captain, too. Yeah, Stafford's a great bet. Uh, and goal, I'm taking Connor Hellebuck. Okay. So, that would give Vegas three options, in my opinion. Matthew Perot, Andre Pavlik, or Marco Dano. I think if they want a solid prospect, Marco Dano is a solid prospect. Pavlik, if, if they miss out on Varlamov or any of the other big-name bullies, maybe he goes there. I think a guy with solid experience that I think has a lot more to give is Matthew Perot. And I think if they're looking for veteran scoring, I think Perot would be a great fit on maybe the second line or even the third line. Um, so I, I think you can't go wrong with either three. I think I give the slight edge to Perot at this point, though. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with those. Um, I was going to say, like, maybe Las Vegas takes Hutchinson, but then I was, like, thinking that they yeah. have better options. So Yeah, they'll have better options. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good list. And I believe... Pavlik is also a pending UFA, so I don't. I don't think. I think they maybe would be better getting him on the open market as well, which is why I would take a guy like. Perot. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Um. All right. Uh. So that's it. Um. For part <laughs> this one at least. Part one at least. This is a two-hour one. So uh, I'm Brett Duboff. I'm Steve Ellsworth. Yeah. All right. See you. <laughs>